Welcome to Finding True Spirit Connection. I am your host, Heather, and thank you for being here with me. My question to you is, what is your true spirit connection? That itch why your soul has come to this planet now. Take a journey with me, an in-depth look of relatable spiritual experiences through my own discovery of spirit connection as a psychic medium, energy healer, vibrational expert, and spiritual coach. Let's rock out together. Explore soul connection in the most unique way. Digging deep into finding true spirit connection. Heather here. Thanks for coming out with me, you guys. I appreciate you like always. This episode, I'm going to talk about sacred sage, how it came into my life, how to smudge it, how I've learned from the actual plant and the smoke of it. And two, I've had some teachings from some of my elder friends and some shamans that really have grown up with it and learned it from young, from their generations. So I'm going to really go on this journey with you talking about sacred sage and how it came into my life it's kind of funny you know how I always stumble across the energetic fields the healing of the planet kind of in a whimsical way so sage definitely came in my life like this also I'm going to talk about how it does heal houses uh, properties land people and what does it do for us so how did sage come into my life it's always I mean always a panic when healing needs to be done energetically in my world honestly sage came in my life around that time if you've listened to my other episodes is when my daughter was really having a hard time when she was about two or three we were having infiltration upon infiltration and negative, low vibrational spirit in our house that kept on coming over and over again. My daughter kept on not sleeping at night and I was obviously opening up to the next chapter of my vibrational fields, which if you've been a healer or even just rising your vibration you had this you've had unseen weird stuff that happens around you that you have to purge and that's exactly what was happening with me you know is on the verge of me becoming aware of the gifts that I have to remember and it just started bringing all this junky dark-ish energy to my house So my daughter could not sleep. She was having nightmares upon nightmares. And, you know, at that time I was starting to see things. I did not know about smudging or sage. My mom actually started researching what we could do on the energetic field because we're all kind of very much the same on the vibration of feeling things. So I really got into crystals. So I started doing crystal gritting or at least putting crystals in my daughter's room and my mom actually suggested sage smudging and in my head I did not know anything about it 
I truly, honestly, guys, like this is my late 20s. I already, you know, started seeing spirit and all these things. And this new way of clearing the house was getting introduced to me. All I thought was, if I do this the wrong way, I'm going to make some kind of sage God mad at me and I'm going to flip the other way and we're even going to have worse energy in my house. That was one way or difficulty I thought starting something new that I didn't know about. But I did some research and so did my mom and it kind of just made sense to me. I thought, you know, it was crazy in my home. My daughter was not getting sleep. I wasn't getting sleep. My husband wasn't getting sleep. Why not? You know, I'm going to trust universe. I'm going to trust why this came to my side or this awareness of how to use sage or do sage. And I'm just going to trust. So I started saging. I got a sage stick. I actually inquired a owl feather, which I still have today and I still use it today. And I started saging the house. But the funny part is, is I didn't know how to do it or what I should do. So the only thing I knew back then was the Lord's Prayer. I knew it had power to it. I knew it had some sort of vibration to the Lord's Prayer. So what I used to do when I first started smudging and saging my house was the Lord's Prayer as I saged everywhere. Now, let me tell you, I remember my husband absolutely hating it. And if you've ever smelt sage, it kind of smells like marijuana. When you first start doing it, you know, it smells different. And I remember him so worried about me smudging his jackets and his clothes that he would go to work and people would be thinking that he is like smoking up and smelling like marijuana. So when I did do the saging back in the day when I first started, I would have to open all the windows and all the doors and make sure all the smoke didn't go on my husband's clothes. And it was funny if I think about it back in the day, especially turning the tables to now, my husband and my son actually ask me to sage the house and they like love when I plume the smudge all over their body because it cleanses them. It makes them feel good from not wanting it at all and afraid of it. So it really has turned our lives into something amazing, just introducing something new. And I'm just laughing because I just remember him so worried and so mad and so wondering what this is that smells like marijuana. And yet it's changed my life. It's changed my life how the sacred sage has helped me in so many ways on helping my daughter to my son and really just cleaning our whole house. So I dug into it. I was like, okay, I need to learn more. What I discovered is the smoke is actually antibacterial. It shifts a energy field, yes, the unseen, but on the physical sense, if you have any colds or any flus 
or around cold and flu season, if you smudge regularly, it actually kills bacteria on the surfaces of your house or wherever. It actually has an oil to the smoke and the oil sticks to surfaces, creating cleanliness. So that was one thing that I was really enjoying or like discovered what sage could do was really neat on the physical sense that is an antibacterial. In the unseen world, it actually sticks to the vibrational that is dense energy and shifts it out. What I started recognizing or seeing that the smoke actually started to go into areas that were yucky in my house. And that's the only way I could describe it back in the day because all I knew was there was this unseen yuck that was keeping my daughter up and it was in a corner of a room and in her closet. So I started watching the smoke and I was like, okay, we need to clear out that area where it's weird. So I started watching the smoke or the smoke started talking to me and it started wafting to the dense corners of the room. It actually has a consciousness and it shifts itself into areas that even humans don't see but can feel. And so that really started making me question on how sacred is sage, how mindful is it, and how it has a consciousness. Because it kept on talking to me or it kept on going into these areas that I knew that was dense. And it would clear it out and my daughter would be able to sleep. And so I thought, okay, there's something going on with this. There is an amazing unseen vibration to it that not most people know, but just feel. And it's pretty neat how it's just walked into my life to help me clear out my house and help people to sleep. Now it works with the body too. I've had experiences of in the beginning, especially when I started using it quite often, of saging a body and the consciousness or the unseen smoke swipes through the body, sticks to the energy shadow, dense energy, and actually pulls it out of the feet and then materializes it in the smoke. So I've seen that as well. And two, the smoke very much has a scent to it. Anything that is unseen, more of a dense vibrational field or like a shadow, what I've felt and what I've seen is that they get it kind of confused when there's a scent. So this is connected to also incense. This is connected to even smudging anything from cedar to sweetgrass to um, you go to churches even, it has incense. This is to confuse the shadow or the energy that is dense, the scary thing. And what the scent of the sage does or anything, it actually creates like this confusion or a stopping of its energy. So then either the sage can take it out or the healer or like how I see it, you know, uh, geometric 
uh, codes and frequencies. You can code them out, quantum them out as they are kind of stunned by the smell of the smudge, uh, sage or incense. So this smell from the sage also is used as a property to clean as well as to kind of put a pause on the energy fields so then it can do its job. So it's pretty neat with the scent. Coming into a couple years later, you know, I was saging lots. And even when I didn't know what was going on, I would sage. I remember even going camping and I felt like weird jujus in the campground. And I would be saging around our camper to make sure I would make a, a loop of sage around us. So then I wouldn't get bothered by this energy. And I just know that, you know, they sensed my body's vibration getting stronger and stronger. And it's like a beacon, right? They come to the light. And so I couldn't handle all of it at all at the same time. It was a lot Plus, my kids are highly sensitive as well, and so is my husband. So we weren't sleeping in campgrounds. So at one point, I was saging all the time until I met my shaman fellow. Um, it was actually a lady. She came into my world, and I was already doing Reiki and integrated energy therapy and theta healing. And she came for a reading, and she came for a healing back to back. Changed my life. I'm still friends with her, and she rocked the Casbar with me. This is where I really got the education of Sage. She used to actually, with her tribe, she used to uh, sage houses in cities as well as ceremonies. Uh, she was asked to be like the sage keeper, the smudge person at ceremonies. And two, she did other healing on like buffalo skin and she would sage you. So she really knew and was taught the sacredness of sage through her people and she offered to come to my house. I was telling her, I'm having a bit of problems here. I think there's a vortex open in my son's room. This was already years past um, from my first experience of Sage. And I said, you know, I would really love to have the experience of how it's done really traditionally and just to learn because, you know, I, I can listen to the sage and it can tell me things from Mother Earth and the sacredness of it. But man, I really wanted to learn how to honor it even more by going through traditional ways. She reluctantly said yes. Uh, we were hanging out quite a bit that time. And she arrived at my place. She had medicine bags as well as she had her sage huge shell and she came in with this massive buckskin bag. And it was like cradled in her arm. And I thought, okay, we're, we're doing this. Her request was to make sure that I brought berries and that we're going to have a feast. And that we are going to really honor these shadows, give them a beautiful feast and send them on their way. And I've never heard of that before until her. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I was out in the dark. I was never taught any of these things. I come from a different culture. And I wanted to learn the old traditional ways. And it was just amazing. So she came to my table, sat down, put all of her stuff out. We talked about what was bothering my family, me, the house. 
as we talked, she was making medicine bags with uh, resin. She made medicine bags with cedar. She had all these little things that she was putting together for protection, what I needed. She made one for me. And then she made one for my property, which we tucked away. And she said we would put this medicine bag up later. Then she stood up. And I remember this to the day I die and beyond. She opened the buckskin bag. She pulled out the biggest eagle feathers I've ever seen in my life. And it took my breath away. I couldn't believe it. I've heard of them. I haven't inquired them. Just kind of always was like, if one's supposed to find me, it will find me. But man, when she whipped those out, the energy that came out of that buckskin bag and those eagle feathers were breathtaking. And I couldn't speak. I was like, wow. And she started telling me all the stories of this elder gave her this one. And she inquired this one from this ceremony. And she found a few. And this is a tail feather. And you name it. She had them all together. She held them all all together in a bundle. She looked into my eyes and said, okay, it is time to start staging your house. She tapped the plate of fruit and we were going to give him a feast. She then said, put the fruit by the door and open the screen door. It was kind of a winter, so it was cold. Then she told me to give a blessing. Previous to that, she told me to get tobacco, so I did. And I gave her the tobacco and she started making this bowl of sage, tobacco, sweetgrass in her huge shell as I just watched in awe her putting this all together. She lit it up and she did the four corners, which is north, east, southwest. She asked for offering. She asked Crater to come in to help us. And it was on. And man, if you feel sparkles right now, just me talking about it, like it, it still takes my breath away. How magical it was. We started from the bottom to the top. And so we went down to the basement. At that time, I had a healing room downstairs. And we started smudging everywhere, everything, anywhere where this beautiful sacred sage smudge would touch. We did it. And of course, first of all, we did ourselves. She showed me how to honor the sage and open our third eye and have a clear mind and positive heart as we are doing the saging because it's always important to have good intentions when dealing with darker energy or even just sage in general. It'll work its best and be it its best if we're at our bests. Again, we are down in the basement. She's saging everything. She's speaking about how she's closing portals and this is there and that's that. And I saw all these things. And I just thought to myself, this is amazing. I'm learning. I'm appreciative to this time that universe has given me. We go up to the rooms upstairs. We go from one end to the next. And the door that I opened with the berries, that was the last. That was us shushing or releasing the darkness and giving it a window for it to leave. And yet giving it a feast like here's honoring for you and thank you for coming. But it's time for you to go. And here's a present of a feast for you to leave. 
with the berries at the door. We come to my son's room and sure enough, there was a huge vortex open there. And this is where when I was putting to bed, I started feeling like Egyptian energy, a whole bunch of doorways in his room. She says, we need to close it, but I'll need your help. So I stood on one side of the portal. She stood on the other. It was in the middle of his floor. And then we just started chanting these words. She started whispering chants and I allowed it just to come over my body and we just started slowly healing this vortex this portal closed and then you could feel a sense of openness in your chest when we we saged all of it shut it felt like you could breathe again we then saged to the door and we released all of the darkness out of the house we took the berries We had a feast outside with the darkness and we sent it on its way. She said to keep some of the berries, we're going to bury it with the ashes. We're going to bury it with the smudge ashes somewhere where you don't walk. Usually it's off the property, but she said you need to bury it on the property to tell them what happened here and for the story to be told that this is a place that is a no-fly zone. It is smudged, it is healed, and don't come here. And that's going to be the story. So I actually took the sage and the berries in the back after she left and I buried it in the corner of my property at that time, at that area of earth. And yeah, it was a beautiful moment. Backtracking to after we had the beautiful ceremony of berries, she went back into the house. She grabbed the tobacco She went into her buckskin bag. She rested her eagle feathers back in there. She didn't want the eagle feathers to touch anything else but this buckskin bag. And she brought out her pipe that she was gifted from an elder. We went outside and the tobacco she put in there is the tobacco that I gave as a gift for her services as well as for honoring and this for the ceremony. And she loaded up the tobacco in the pipe. Now, I'm not a smoker. She is, so it wasn't a big deal, but it's time for me to smoke this pipe. And she did the honoring of the Northeast, Southwest. She told me that this is opening the channel to Crater. And when you smoke the pipe, you are going to put smoke up into Crater. And it's like a big telephone that it's going to be intentions that we want. We need to put as we smoke. And then the smoke goes up to creator for the requests. So, of course, I was requesting healing for my family, clarity. I was requesting more insight. Um, She was doing her own, of course. You know, we were doing this ceremony outside. It was actually on my porch. Um, just in the winter time, smoking the pipe. Every time we would say our intentions, we turn the pipe in a circular motion to kind of like this is our request and then another one comes in kind of like cutting the request into its own categories but yeah I I really honor that time and I just remember I could not smoke as much because I'm not a smoker (laughs) and she had to smoke more than she usually does and she we were having a moment of a little bit in a comical way that she had to smoke some of this tobacco and she didn't want it because it was a lot and I couldn't smoke that much because I never do 
And it was just a beautiful moment that I'll cherish forever. How she showed me these sacred energies and allowed me to come into this window of her teachings and to understand how sacred sage is and how sacred tobacco is and how sacred creator is and really seeing how it can help. After that, we didn't have any problems in our house. After that, it's like the vortex was closed and I was able to concentrate with my practices and how to to make it more powerful without needing to weed out all of the darkness or help it move along. From that point on, I saw darkness differently. I saw it as a energy that's just lost that maybe came into around me or in my house because I was putting a lot of beacon energy out and it needed to go. I also saw how you also honor the darkness because you're not going to have light unless you have dark. It's a contrast so the light can illuminate. So the darkness needed to be there and how to honor it and send it on its way and give it a feast and that it's not just horrible but it's it's a living breathing energy too and you got to honor everything I really learned from her energetically vibrationally and visually just watching the eagle feathers come out and how she honored them and how it's very important to read the fields of energy and of course lastly the medicine bag she made two of them so we hung the medicine bag for the outside in the tree And it's really kind of made this little dome of purity and energetic field with codes and frequencies around my house to really solidify and make everything super protected after that. Now, sage is just beautiful. I pick it every year. I put down my tobacco and I ask who wants to come with me. I also never pick the roots. You know, we always want to have it come over and over and over again. I also uh, know not to pick the seeded sage because it's a mother sage, just like Mother Earth, and we don't want to cut short the cycle of life, and that's including in sage. So I always clip and also gather the sage that has no seeds. So this year actually was a pretty awesome year. There's some sage that has grown after the seeding time. So I'm previously still collecting sage into the fall. This year was different for me. And I'm going to tell you this one. We are on our new property, on our new area that we are borrowing this land from Mother Earth, this 80-acre horse ranch. And there's lots of sweet grass around here. I've never actually experienced sweet grass. I have it here. I'm in the wetlands. So I'm collecting sweet grass, putting down my tobacco, watering it, braiding it correctly. But there's no sage here. It has the right soil. There's sage a couple of kilometers away. And I was in my sage little area collecting sage a couple of weeks ago. And I asked the sage, I said, do you want to come to bless this area that I'm in that I'm borrowing for a while do you want to come in this area and it said yes to me now I've never transplanted sage I just kind of honor where it is I got my husband he came with a shovel I put tobacco down I said to him just feel out what wants to come with us and he did We brought it back to the ranch and I didn't know where to put it. We were looking for the same type of soil so it could just keep growing with ease and grace, of course. 
So I thought, you know, by the barn, it's very fertile there. It's sunny. It has water. It's nice. So we're digging up the land. And right away, I feel like this is not the place. But I my instinct said, just put it in the property and into the ground. You'll figure it out later. So it was getting dusk already and it was getting dark. And I just didn't want to leave it in buckets overnight. I wanted to transplant it right away. So I transplanted it actually quite quickly, just getting it in. All of a sudden, I get a ping of energy. There is some sort of owl fellow standing by this age, unseen energy. He looks tribe-like, earth person, and I got to go talk to him. He's not happy, me just chucking it in, that I should have done more. And I knew that, but I just, it was dark and I was tired, but I just figured, put it in. He made me stop. And he said, this is not the place where it's supposed to be. We will show you soon. But you need to honor this sage for it to geometrically link into the grid of the property that you're on. Okay. So I went and got my tobacco. I went and got my shell. I went and got sage that I already picked because I wanted to show the sage that I knew I was doing. And I started going out. It's dark out already. And my husband even asked, do you want a flashlight? I'm like, no, this has to be done naturally. So I come to the sage and I sage it and I thank it and I honor it. And sure enough, in the unseen world, underneath the roots started going crystal blue little lines across these land, across the property that I'm borrowing from Mother Earth. And it starts gritting little spots all over the place throughout the whole 80 acres. So I thought, okay, energetically, we linked it in. So I started seeing tribal people, earth people circling me. And so I did honoring, I heard chanting, and they just really just was making sure that the sage was okay. Cause I just, I didn't know what I was doing. I was doing my best. I was thankful for them to be there to make sure this is going to work. So I went inside. I was just, it wasn't sitting well. Like I heard from this owl man, from this owl person that this is not the place where it's supposed to be. And it just didn't sit right with me. So I went to bed. A couple days later, it hits me. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta move it. I gotta move this sage something's cooking. I I gotta move it. In the meantime, my son has been having these weird nightmares or just uneasy. And he kept on saying someone's looking in the window from the porch because his window's by our porch. And he's like, it just, it's scaring me, mommy. And he had several days of coming into our room and I make a little bed on the floor and he sleeps there for the night. And he's had this over and over again, just before the sage came to our place. But it kept on going over and over again. So I got it. I was like, okay, I know where to put this sage. It's calling to me right beside the house where my son sleeps and where my bedroom is as well. It's a beautiful spot. There's sacred plants there. There's echinacea. There's roses. There's a whole bunch of rhubarb. Like healing plants. Like a community. That's what I kept on thinking. Okay, so we're going to move it. I put the tobacco down. I honored it. During that day, I found some feathers came to me. I knew that it was supposed to be with the sage, kind of a welcoming, here you are. Thank you for coming. And so I transplanted it. At that time, this beautiful moon started rising and I saw the moon energy start to cradle the sage and the owl man came up and he smiled and he nodded and he kind of reassured me like this is the place 
I started seeing the crystal rooted weave go into the planet, into the property and underneath my house. It weaved its whole crystal roots around my home, actually, and really made it like another level of safety. That night, my son said to me, Mom, can you sage? I said, yes. And I really started focusing on seeing if this sage was supposed to be here. And sure enough, it started weaving itself around my son's room and energetically making it more comfortable for him. The energy that was on the porch left. So I don't know if it was a signal. I don't know if it was a spirit or an earth person that was kind of the beacon for me to transplant the sage closer to my son's room. But he left immediately afterwards after the the second placement of the sage on my property. My son slept that night and he's been sleeping ever since in his room after about a week and a half of no sleep in his room. So it really brought awareness to me how sacred it is. And I've never seen sage weave itself energetically into land until I transplanted it just right now. And it really, it gave me this sense of got it. It is like connected to the planet, is connected to all there is. It's not just a plant that grows up from the dirt and we use. It has Mother Earth, her vibration within it. And then when we clip it and use it, it's an extension of her love, of her knowledge, of her consciousness in our place to clean the vibration, to make it slow down, to allow the clarity, the comfort, the ease, how it's supposed to be in our bodies, in our houses, in our properties and beyond whatever we're borrowing from her. And it's just this awareness, how much she loves us and how much it's important to honor her for this beautiful sacred sage that she has given us and shifted how we can easily help ourselves. Thank you for coming along with me. I appreciate you and have yourself a wonderful, wonderful, happy day. This podcast is brought to you by The Healing Hub, my life's work of recording meditations in one convenient spot, creating quantum awareness through meditation for your body and healing the spirit with charging one's own personal power. This Healing Hub is my heart and soul and my life's work, and it is one convenient app that you can get on your device. Check it out and for you to have a chance to access all my life's work.